Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode one of the TFM Bet Show. I'm going to be Mikey Over. And I'm Booking with Trent, baby. And this show, listen, listen we're going to go over every slate, every week. We're going to get a little weird. Every game? Maybe every game. <laughs> All I know is we're going to get horny on this couch. Pause. <laughs> I'm, always, I'm always down to uh, lock in some action. Get a little bricked. Yeah. Slightly bricked. All right, but let's talk about what happened. Um, so Monday Night Football happened. And what in the Lord's name... Are we doing betting on the goddamn Indianapolis Colts and 95-year-old Matt Ryan? I wish I knew. I wish I knew. The Colts were so poverty, bro. I mean, we knew that watching them all year. But I figured at home against the Steelers, who aren't much better, this could be a good spot for Matt Ryan and, and Jeff Saturday and JT to lock in, get a dub. Sure, sure. And fuck it, that Colts defense is sick. That secondary's nuts. Kenny Pickett put on a master class. Hey, when in doubt, two poverty teams and Mike Tomlin's involved, you just got to take Mike Tomlin. Lesson learned. Like, this is what I'm saying. We just, we need to be better. We do. Like, the points on primetime, I don't think they've lost. No, you see my record where I'm taking favorites on primetime? I went 0-10, bro, taking favorites on the spread in primetime. I was the primetime GOAT. You know why? Because <laughs> I was taking dogs. And now I swapped it, took favorites for, like, Five weeks straight, and I'm down so many fucking units. I feel like that should be clipped. You saying you were the primetime goat? I was the primetime goat. No, you were I for was. for a period of time. I was always. I told you, <laughs> and it was stupid TikTok and me up coins because I took the dog on primetime, and now I'm taking favorites and I'm drowning in piss every time. And it's like, here's my problem though. The problem wasn't the Colts, right? The problem was we had I think 46 yards in the first half, and Kenny Pickett. And the Steelers had like 239. And I don't know what we were doing at the end of that game where we're just not calling our timeouts. We had three of them. And we're letting the clock run. We wasted probably an easy minute and a half for no reason. Like, I didn't realize Jeff Saturday didn't have timeouts in high school football. <laughs> like, did they not have timeouts in the second half with a minute left in high school football? Like, what the, like, what are, first of all, just give the, give the ball to Jonathan Taylor. Please, dude. Holy fuck. Second of all, why is it taking Matt Ryan till the goddamn last minute to be throwing 15 yard, like, just dots. I don't know, dude. I don't know. I mean, put in Ellinger at this point. Dude, picks sake. on the first drive. Fucking gloved Kenny Pickett taking my soul. Justin Herbert without a rib taking my soul. Like, I can't win on primetime. I mean, I wasn't, I'm not rushing to bet the Colts at any point in the rest of the season, but it was just kind of a forced play because it was a primetime game, of course. But I don't even care what the Colts do the rest of the year. I ain't betting on them again. And this game has fully confirmed my suspicion that the NFL is rigged. This game, out of all the games you've seen, this was the one that it's rigged? Why? This was like the final argument in the courtroom. You know when they do that and they have like your final arguments? Sure. This was like the lawyer coming up with the final argument and being like, Jonathan Taylor fumbles at the one. Oh Good fucking bit. You're telling me Jonathan Taylor, who's got hands of steel, is fumbling that ball in the one? That was Vegas being like, hey guys, listen. If you score this touchdown, you're probably going to cover. We need the Steelers bad. <laughs> And he fumbles it. Like, the NFL is rigged. Like, I'm convinced. You know, though, you know, if we have Steelers ML, that ball ain't coming out. Dude, if we have Steelers ML, that ball is cribbed. <laughs> oh, my God. That shit's tough. <laughs> and he is jumping in the end. Dude, he's breaking three tackles. Oh, yeah. He, the ball's not only not coming out, he's got that shit gripped, and he's breaking three tackles. <laughs> and he might even stiff arm Minka Fitzpatrick, dude. <laughs> just for good measure. And we're sitting there with Steelers plus two and a half. Just swimming. Yeah, no, but sure, we have Colts in the fucking fumbles. Swimming, Classic. swimming. A um, couple other things real quick. Michigan beats Ohio State in Ohio Jesus State. fuck. 
I have to ask you seriously. When are you going to learn to just take the points in a rivalry that big? In a rivalry yeah. that big, when are we just going to take the points? Uh, dude, I had them. La- I had Michigan with the points last year, and that was – did they win outright? I they won outright. They did last year. <laughs> in yeah. the snow. Yeah. So Ohio State was like, better weather at home. You got smoked. I got smoked. I got trapped, bro. <laughs> I even doubled down on the six and a half at halftime, and that shit was cooked. First play of the fucking second half, bro. There's nothing worse than a chase loss. Yep. When you start chasing and you're like, listen, adjustments in the half. We're going to come out, smoke them, and then you're sitting there with two tickets. Yeah. Eating your pockets. I would have been fine with just the one L. Nope. Had the double chocolate. <laughs> double chocolate. Fucking double lava cream cake. Ohio State minus eight and a half. Thanks for the fucking cake. Ooey gooey. Also, I have to give a shout out to me. Saw that Marvin Harrison Jr. had not had a single drop all year. Quote tweeted it said, this is insane. Next play dropped his first pass. <laughs> That's we, so Mikey O. If we could get the clip of that with that, I mean, it actually couldn't make it up. But I did try a new strategy, and I want to talk to you about this strategy because I feel like you've used it before. And it worked insanely well. I decided to reverse jinx myself. Oh, yeah, that works. I started tweeting I for that. Ohio State. I'd be like, Watch the Ohio State march here. Three and out. I'd be like, no way Ohio State settles for a field goal. Settled for a field goal. And dude, it worked all game. Yeah. I started tweeted for Michigan and Ohio State scored a touchdown. I was like, you know what? I bet Michigan doesn't score a touchdown. They scored in the next draft. Dude, it works, bro. Trust me. I, I do it all the time on Twitter. It's actually insane. Dude, it's- the reverse jinx. <laughs> like, that's you know the universe hates us. When yeah. they're like, you know what? This guy's now rooting for Ohio State. Little do they know. I'm holding a Michigan ticket. Um, uh, it was always a reverse jinx. It was always. Um, so just real quick, the college football playoff is starting to come together. Oh yeah, um, the frogs look good. Frogs but are in there. Rivalry week actually made, I think, a massive difference. Oh yeah. Unlike my theory with Michigan, I decided to take most of the favorites because I was like, rivalry week, you want to bang out sure. your rivals. Sure. Um, I'm just gonna run through some teams that covered and some of them went out, right? I just want you to tell me if you thought these teams had any business winning yeah. or covering. Um, Mississippi State, Texas A and M, NC State, South Carolina, Auburn, and Michigan State. Well, I thought A and M was gonna be a close one. I did take the plus ten. Wow. Uh, I was not expecting them to win outright, but that's huge for just the shakeup of the playoff. And obviously, you know, as a big frogs guy, rooting for anybody that's a little above us to obviously lose. Uh, I thought, you know, that could be a really close game. I was on plus ten. That was free as fuck. Uh, but that stupid egg bowl cost me so much coin. The over, fucking Ole Miss, dude. Uh, Dude, that, I, yeah, that was pain. That was pain. But the other games, I mean, no, who would have thought, bro? Bro, that game ruined my day. <laughs> the way Ole Miss sold that game ruined my day. And then they gave Lane Kiffin a contract extension after. No, did they? I didn't even know that. After he lost. They're no. like, you know what? I need to sign on for a couple more years, Lane. Like, are you <laughs> shitting? Like, is that a bit? Like, that you give him a contract extension after he loses the Egg Bowl? Also, the fucking Egg Bowl. Like, what, like, what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> the Egg Bowl. I mean, I was just trying to get my coins back from the... Cowboys that backdoored on Thanksgiving, bro. Oh, my God, bro. Bullshit. Yo, I've never seen Meemaw make such an appearance. Meemaw was in Jerry's world for damn sure, bro. And not only in Jerry's world, she flew from Detroit (laughs) all the way to Dallas just to be in bold games for me. I was sitting there soul sucked. Bro, she's got those frequent flyer miles (laughs) flying everywhere making all these appearances. She hasn't paid for a flight in a decade. (laughs) She hasn't paid for a flight in a decade. Um, 
All right, let's move on to the slate. We got Tuesday. Every day is Tuesday. Every day is Tuesday. We're due now. I feel like we're due after what we went through yesterday. Um, we've got quite a week ahead of us. You know, we're not going to talk too much about the Saturday games. We have another episode coming out Friday. But uh, the biggest game on Friday, oh, the biggest game on Friday, college football game, I think, of the year. It's going to determine a lot uh, of what happens in, in the coming weeks. North Texas takes on UTSA for the Conference USA Championship game. And UTSA is minus eight and a half. That's the biggest fucking game you can come up with? North Texas, UTSA? I think that's a huge game. I think it's got a lot of implications for Conference USA. I think North Texas fans are nervous with an eight and a half points. <laughs> Dude, what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. The Pac-12 championship is on Friday night. USA, USC takes on Utah for the Pac-12 chip. A lot of people are saying USC wins this game. They're in the playoff. They're a wagon, bro. And it feels like... Like vintage college football is—it's just so much better when the Trojans are relevant and they're good. No, it is. I was watching so after the USC Notre Dame game, they had a replay of the same matchup from 2004, where like Brady Quinn and Reggie Bush and mm. Matt Leinart, bro. The energy was just like unreal. I'm like, football is just so much better when these two teams, or when USC is relevant and they're good. And Williams is an absolute beast, bro. He was dicing up Notre Dame. Dude, he's playing nuts. He's I playing. I mean, they just they just have it figured out. I think you know. I like USC minus three. It makes me nervous that that line is that short. Um, because you saw UCLA almost cover. I think they were plus two and a half and lost by three. So I don't know from a betting perspective if you want to go Utah with the points and like try to be safe and and play that card. But I feel like your season's on the line now to play for a college football like playoff spot for sure this is a week where you you stay true to the teams who are going to go and fucking win the game and leave me ma at the check-in gate for five yeah days. she's not getting through Give security ucl or usc money line they need to win this game they're going to win this game they're the better team on the floor and uh leave the points just give me the ml I'll parlay it with some shit obviously but I like, I like USC minus three and the money line too. either one, honestly. I feel like this is a back-against-the-wall game a little bit for them. I feel as though you, TCU is kind of in the same spot. You're yeah. playing a really good team in your conference. Yeah, yeah. Um, the over is going to be free because Pac-12 overs are just absurdly free. I mean, I don't know how you don't take this over. I can see I mean, that going over. The USC-UCLA game over was 76.5, and, and it soared with eight minutes left in the fourth. So. No way. Yeah, soared, dude. Wow. Soared. Um, so I like this over. I don't know what the number is, Nick. Can I get a check on that over? Um, behind the cameraman, Nick. Uh, but I like the over here. I like USC with the points. I like USC money line. Like you said, I think it's a little different than rivalry week. I think these are games now where when it's important like this, you got to do your job. Yeah. You yeah. got to do your job. I'll, let me tell you, the worst feeling in the freaking world was being on the right side of a pick, but you take the points and they, you know, like TCU the other day or against Baylor, minus two, they won by one. I had a thousand on the freaking minus two. But obviously, as a Frog fan, I was like, let's fucking go. But, like, low-key was drowning in piss inside. Yeah, USC fans, take the money line. 66 <laughs> and a half. 66, I love that over. Over in the USC-Utah game, 66 Yeah, give me that and a half. And a half. Here's the thing about Pac-12. They don't know what defense is. No. Caleb Williams is over for passing yards. I want you to try to guess. 235. 325. What? <laughs> a full 100 yards over? <laughs> 325. Holy shit. 325. That I've game's a, going over. I've been a fan of his fantasy score on prize picks. Because uh, it's free. Yeah, and it's usually like 25. I wonder what it is for this game. I don't know. I think it's I think it's in the 20s as well. I think it's high 20s. Okay. But, I mean, 323, 325. That's I mean, unreal, that's absurd. It's absurd. That's got to go over. Are we taking that? We're taking it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm taking it. Listen, this is... 
after getting my ass burnt last week in rivalry week, this is a game now where I feel like I have to do my job, and it's take the favorites. Facts, facts. <laughs> um, but just for that UTSA game, I like UTSA. I feel like North you Texas. Like UTSA minus eight and a half. Yeah. Do you have a, a sell job for it? zero? Zero sell. I didn't job. even look into the game. W honesty. <laughs> w. I mean, I'd rather you say that than try to fucking put together some bullshit. Listen, it's job. a great spot. I put in the model. The model spit it out. Minus ten and a half. Oh, model likes it up to ten. So and we've a got half. a two point discount on We're the model. Taking the road runners. <laughs> Thirty one and a half on that fantasy score. Thirty one and a half fantasy <laughs> score for Caleb Williams. Jesus, bro. Dude, he's putting up fucking running back That's numbers. Unreal. In the NFL. That's actually nuts. That's insane. I still like it though. Season on the line. That's like an NBA player's line. <laughs> That's Kevin Durant's <laughs> points. <laughs> Literally, bro. You got KD points. On a goddamn fantasy score for a quarterback. That's electric. Um, let's move on. We got the NFL Thursday Night Football. Another nail-biter. The NFL just keeps feeding us these great games. We got Buffalo going into New England as minus five-point favorites. Um, That's a gross spread. Gross. gross. Just disgusting. Here's my thing with that game. Josh Allen is clearly hurt. You oh, can yeah. tell with some of the throws, sure. especially when Tony Romo's in the booth being like, here's the thing about that throw. When the UCL's gone, you're going to throw it a little behind him and the ball's going to arrive late. So he's hurt. Yeah. He's for sure. No, and Mac Jones threw for 200 plus yards. Why is this spread five points? What do you think it should be? I feel like it should be way shorter. You're going shorter. into New England, going into New England. Mac Jones just showed that he can play offense. He just showed he can throw the ball last weekend. I mean, who did he play against? Oh, the Vikings? I mean, still. Yeah, no, yeah. Not a great secondary, but five? And this is the primetime game where I take the fucking points and I get my ass slapped. Oh, yeah, for sure. 100%. Are you taking the Pats? I really want to take Pats plus five. I mean, the thing about Belichick is he's, he's a master at taking away your biggest strength, you know? And so I could see them shutting down Josh Allen, and that's why I love Josh Allen's rush yards because mm. they're going to they're gonna stop the air. This is going to be a game that's won on the ground. And Josh Allen, I mean, he's averaging like 60-plus rush yards, and his line's like 44-and-a-half. I love that. But as far as the spread goes, I think the points could be the player. You're getting a home team plus five. You get that field goal cushion. Dude, and this is where I feel like we're just – this is where we're going to come back next episode and be like, can we just be better? And it's like, everyone's going to be on the points, I feel like, because everyone's going to go, that's too many points. I mean, just look at the record of the favorites on primetime. With that's that, you can just look at that and be like, okay, this is probably a good bet. And you know Meemaw's got a ticket booked. Oh, you know Meemaw's already fucking... She's already in Boston. Yeah, she's, she's already, already in Boston, dude. She's already in New, New England with fucking Belichick. They're probably having dinner before yeah, the game. She's sure. going, I got you in the back door. And my problem is, like, this is where I'm starting to realize that taking the points is smart in the NFL versus college. Like, a college favorite, that feels free most of the time because there's not a lot of backdoors. Once college teams go up, game's pretty much over unless you're Oregon. <laughs> if Buffalo is up seven, New England has the ball. Dude, it happens every fucking game. Like Shell that. coverage, Mac Jones marches, ties the game, and the spread is gone. Yeah. And that's what I feel like is going to happen in this game. I feel... I don't think this gets more than a score apart on either side. I promise you, I feel like this is going to be a class. Dude, if you just watch the primetime games, Meemaw is always there. Of like course. literally always there, whether it, she comes through or not. The last drive, Meemaw's there. And she lives for primetime. <laughs> she does. She lives so for watch for this game, Bills Pats, 
last possession of the game, Patriots are going to have the ball, and they're going to be down like a weird number, like eight. They're going to kick a field goal to make it a five-point game and then go for an onside kick, not get it, and game over. Yeah, no, 100%. No, like a thousand percent. That's literally what's the script. No, that's literally the script. We're going to put this out on Thursday, and that's literally what's going to happen. Word for freaking word. Yeah. Like that is, the, and that's what happens in primetime. And the Buffalo Bills are going to be playing like some sort of shell coverage. Yeah. And you're going to be like, why are we letting up 15 yard passes? The Colts literally let Kenny Pickett just march every yeah. single down. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Um, but that Thursday night game is probably going to get out of hand. I'm sure we're going to be wrong. For whatever reason, Buffalo oh, yeah, probably sure. wins by 20, sure. unless that's the script. Um, but two college basketball games I really wanted to talk about before we get to our prize pick squares and before we go to the TFM two-teamer, um, which I sold, by the way. Nice. Wait, I thought I sold it. Oh, no, no, I sold the prize picks. I went one and two. <laughs> we went one and two on the TFM two-team. God damn it. I sold. God damn it. Oklahoma got smacked, um, oh, and yeah. LSU lost outright. Oh. They both lost outright. So. I didn't know you uh, lost outright. Oh, yeah, Texas Tech just... Wait, you know, Tech won? Yeah. They were up by... What? No, Texas Tech won. No fucking way. Yeah. I looked at that score and said OU was free. No, so my soul's that. getting sucked. No shit. Yeah. I'm in the bar, soul gone. They were they definitely had the lead, right? No, Oklahoma had the lead. Like fourteen nothing? Something, yeah. Holy shit. That's unreal. Dude, I'm sitting there in piss at the bar with my buddies and they're like, dude, Texas Tech came back. I was like, shut the fuck up. Vikings like, won though. What? On the two teamer Vikings won. Yeah, the Vikings won. Yeah. Oh, the Vikings did win. Wait, so the two-teamer hit? Oh, the two-teamer hit. <laughs> two-teamer smacked. I thought I put LSU in the two-teamer. Oh. And the Vikings. Oh, so it didn't hit. No, it was Oklahoma and the yeah, Vikings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oklahoma yeah. and the Vikings. No, the two-teamer hit. Lions plus nine, Vikings money one. Oh, fuck yeah. The two-teamer hit. Let's Values. go. Inaugural win for the TFM two-teamer. That's huge. Um, but we have a little bit of college basketball I want to talk about before we get to sure, everything that everything else. Um, Texas takes on Creighton in Texas. No spread yet, so this is just going to be kind of, um, you know, what do you like? I, no matter what the points are, I assume they're going to be giving Creighton points. I love Creighton in this spot. What? I know. But I think Creighton has a potential to be the number one team in the country by the end of the year. Really? I seriously believe that. I, I seriously believe Creighton has a chance to be the number one team in the country this year, and I would not be surprised in this spot if they cover one outright because I think everyone thinks – you're going into Texas. They're going to look at the Gonzaga game. This Creighton team is better than Gonzaga. Bro, that building in Texas, that new stadium, that place rocks. Literally is so loud. But they, you play in some, you play in some loud stadiums in the Big East, bro. That no, doesn't I'm concern sure. I don't me about that at all. That doesn't concern me. The way that they bitched on Gonzaga, they did, was unbelievable. They punked Gonzaga. And as a UT guy, I'm shocked you're not all over. Well, UT football, Providence basketball. And you do know you're, you're, yeah. And I like Creighton here. Like, I do like Creighton in the spot. Uh, I assume, I don't think it'll be more than five points. Because of the way Texas punked Gonzaga, I think they're going to give Texas a couple points. I think they match up well, too. I, I think this will be a really tough game for Creighton. But, you know, this is going to be a, like a potential matchup you see in March, for sure. Um, One thing I just hate doing in, in betting calls basketball is betting on the away team. I hate it. Yeah. I fucking hate it. I feel like you have such an advantage as the home team. As a college kid, oh, like, for sure. that shit affects them like any other sport, bro. For sure. I mean, if you win, you know it's happening. Yeah. You're oh, staying home. Yeah, someone's getting tired. <laughs> I apologize if your girlfriend goes to that school because she is not your girlfriend anymore, dude. Um, but then we have an inner couch rivalry taking place tomorrow night. What would that be? 
or tonight, whatever oh, we release the episode. Huge game. Providence is taking on TCU. Huge no spread game. yet, which is a little odd. Can I get a check? Maybe they put it up yet. No spread. I'm taking the fucking Friars. We're going to come to your gym and we're going to punk you because this is what we do well. Yeah. I mean, talking about stadiums that are rocking. I wouldn't put TCU up there in top in basketball in, in stadiums. It's a pretty small stadium, but now that we're relevant, place is definitely selling out every game. But it, I feel like you guys over there definitely have way louder stadiums for sure. No, I mean I think we're gonna come in here, and this is gonna be our first real test too. We haven't played a lot of great teams. We had a really large transfer group again, so we're still trying to mesh. This is the first time we're gonna come in here and have a real test. And I like if I didn't take them, I would feel like a fraud, and I'm taking them. And I honestly think we punk you guys. Are you? Yeah. Do you think you get? Are you, do you think you're favored or a dog? I think we're gonna be a dog. Yeah. Minus I mean, six and a half TCU. Mi- minus six and a half TCU. TCU at home. I love plus six in the money line. Dude, I mean, we lost as a thirty-five point favorite. So. But Mike Miles is back now. That's actually huge news. <laughs> okay. Okay. That changes my perspective. I was just gonna say I can't trust TCU on the hardwood right now after losing as a thirty-five point favorite. Are you fucking kidding me? So, I mean, obviously it's hard for me, and I'm hesitant to take TCU here, but with if he's coming back fully healthy. He's been me, back healthy, and you guys have been beating teams. Give me the goddamn frogs. Minus six. Yeah. I'm taking plus six. Fuck you. Bozo package money line for sure. <laughs> six and a half. Give me the Friars money line immediately. For your we're Bozo's gonna, package? Yeah, we're going to try to be in the gym too. So Yeah. That'll be exciting. Um, all right, let's move on. We got the Sneak Nuke brought to you by Prize Picks. This is obviously going to be a four-play flex play if you're feeling a little cowardice or a power play. It's going to be based around the Pac-12 championship and Thursday night football. My two legs are going to be Gabe Davis over or Gabe Davis more than his receiving yards, which I think is at four down and a half, so give me 50. Um, and Caleb Williams more than his passing yards, which I think is 323 or 325. Uh, I like both those legs. Hopefully, Caleb can have a fucking masterclass. Gonna need it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my two legs are hitting. I'll tell you that right, All right now. Let's hear him. Josh Allen rush yards. It's a wagon. Uh, a lot of these rush yards for these quarterbacks in the NFL are wagons. Kyler, Josh, fucking someone cashed last night. Both Matt Ryan and uh, Pickett. Oh my God, yeah, Matt Ryan broke one off. I know, and it's always at over one and a half, bro. So that was free and we didn't take it. Uh, (laughs) So we're taking Josh Allen over 44 and a half rush yards and we're taking Nick Folk over one and a half field goals. Uh, This has also been a wagon for the Patriots. They're always putting points on the board uh, and it's usually by a field goal. Uh, And he's averaging like 2.4 right now. Uh, He's almost a greened out gob, but if the Patriots are going to stay close in this game, they're obviously going to be doing it. Uh, through the leg of Nick Folk. So give me over one and a half field goals for him. Give me Josh Allen rush yards. Both more. And make no mistake, the field goal sold us last time. It so did. And Brett Maher on Thanksgiving could have saved the fucking back door from Mima. No. Dude, oh my God. You just remind me watching that game, bro. There were so many times where the Cowboys had like third and 14. I'm like, oh yes, here comes a field goal. And they would convert it, bro, every time. It was insane. And then, sure, Maher comes up for the one field goal attempt, and he fucking it. was also a 60-yard nuke job. Which he had made four of the week before. That's why we put him in there of in the course, first Of course, Meemaw's play. in there, dude. dude. Meemaw's going... So sick of Meemaw, man. Um, so that's going to be the, the prize picks entry, guys. Lock it in. Lock well, it's it actually in. surgical. So I like Caleb it. Williams. Uh, what was your other leg? Oh, uh, Gabe Davis. Gabe Caleb Davis. Williams. Yep. 
Josh Allen rush yards and Nick Folk field goals. Nick Folk field goals. I'm actually putting like five units. And it's a two day sweat. I love so Thursday, that. Friday. I love, those I love that too. You yeah. know, I love that too. It's like a job. Yeah. You know, do your job on Thursday. Do your job on Friday. An investment. <laughs> investment. <laughs> that's that's we're gonna call that the investment lay. Yeah. That's the investment entry for the PP. Yep. Um. All right, moving on. We've got our parlay of the day, the TFM two teamer. It's two teams in a dream. To do it every episode. Shit's hitting. This week's or this episode's TFM two teamer. I'll start it off. Why don't you give me a USC money line? We talked about it a little bit. It. Season on the line. I like the number where it's at. Give me it in the TFM2 team. I love it. Uh, it was always the Trojans. We're going to be saying that uh, come game time. So I'm going to match you with some winners as well. So we're taking USC, of course. Give me the Bills money line and leave Mima at the door. All right. For the TFM2 points. Uh, two, yeah, TFM2 team where we got Bills, we got Trojans, and guess what? Yeah, we're adding the Memphis Grizzlies money line to this two-teamer. You know why? Because they're playing the T-Wolves, and there's not, a bit, there's not a worse team that's fucking pissing me off more than these bozos on the Minnesota Timberwolves, bro. Rudy Gobert, Cat, Anthony Edwards. Dude, it doesn't work. It's not working. Watching this team try and facilitate an offense is just... Literally makes you want to pull your fucking hair out. So we're fading the fuck out of them. We're taking the Grizzlies on the money line. They're minus four, but we're taking ML. Leave me at the door. <laughs> USC money line, Bills money line. That's a TFM two-teamer. That's a TFM two-teamer. Um, let's offload every single pick we have for Rudy Gobert. <laughs> Shit. Shit. Let's pay that man $205 million to finish the game with five rebounds and he's seven feet Five. Sure. You know the Timberwolves front office is looking at each other going, what the hell were we thinking? Bro, I mean, I fucking hate that team. I hate them. I hate, <laughs> I, I hate Rudy Gobert, bro. You get paid $205 million. You're seven foot tall. You got five boards. That anger came from your feet. <laughs> and my wallet, some down fucking units. And they're like a team where you look at it on paper and you're like, D-Lo, Fucking Anthony yeah. Edwards, Cat, yeah. Rudy, whatever bozo you want to throw in for the fifth, Austin Rivers. Like, they should be winning every game. I know. It's just, Anthony it, Edwards. It, it is reminds out here. me of a team that you draft on like a 2K simulation, right? You're like, oh, this should work, right? We got Rudy? No way. We're getting Edwards. He's good. Oh, D is a fucking wagon. Oh, Cat's a fucking rebounder. And he scores. Just should be a good team. And they're. I hate him. And then you sim half the season and you're like 16 and fucking 40. <laughs> and you're like, what the hell is going on? Why is Rudy Gobert only averaging four rebounds? Um, but that's TFM two-teamer. We got USC money line, Grizzlies money line, Bills money line. Meemaw's at the goddamn back door. I'm so We're leaving her there, though. It's locked. Leave her there. Take her to the goddamn retirement home. She has no business being in our fucking place. Um, and for those of you that may not know, Meemaw is... The force at work when you have a spread and it backdoor loses and or covers in the last couple minutes. So. Oh, yeah. Mima is always around. She's always just lurking, bro. Dude, she's a lurker. Like and she's got night. miles. Don't think she can't get to your game because she's at another game. She'll <laughs> get there, dude. She has no problem getting there. <laughs> she's got the PJ from Vegas. Just keep him, like, Just pay attention to spreads or over-unders and how often they are just... So close to each other, and Mima always fucks it up. At the back door. Yeah. Sometimes she helps you out, like the Oilers last night. That was huge. She left that, that back huge. door wide open, bro. And we walked through. And we walked through, <laughs> and we got tucked. And your, and your 
Pacers line. Oh, the Pacers money line. Holy Lakers <laughs> sell job, bro. That was unbelievable. And for those that um would like to see what we're talking about live, we do a night sweats every day of the week, if not most days of the week, on the Book It Sports Twitch channel. So make sure you guys tune into that. We do a night sweats where the bets that we take we watch live and you know we love when you guys come in and watch it with us. Um, but that has been episode one of the TFM Bets show. We got a TFM two teamer, we got a prize pick entry, we got the Tuesday. We talked through what happened. I actually feel like we just got fucking surgical. I'm not going to lie. I feel really good about it. <laughs> like that prize picks entry, I normally I put a unit on it, kind of forget about it. No. That shit's fucking hitting. And this two-teamer that has three teams in it, it's going to fucking hit. No, it's <laughs> you can't address that it has three teams in it. It's TFM two-teamer. We can't fix that in post, Jesse. We can't address that there's three teams in the TFM two-teamer. Don't sell the fucking lay, Mikey. And we hit the TFM two-teamer last week, so make sure you tune in to this TFM two-teamer um, as well. This has been TFM Bets episode one. We'll see you here again Saturday morning, so tune in. Also, shout out the USA. We'll see you in the knockout stages of the World Cup. Iran, or Iran, you can hold that. Thanks, guys.